going on this is Corey, and welcome back to your fat doesn't care podcast it has been quite a minute um i don't even remember the last time i did a podcast um but it has been on my mind and i've been getting encouraged by numerous people to get back on and do podcasts and you know what you know it's it's something that um needs to be done and especially right now in the fitness industry, there is just so much bullshit out there that I figure like I need to, you know, bring some light to a lot of different things. Um, if you've never listened to my podcast, you know, you can go back. But the whole point of this podcast is really to not just like educate, oh, you know, what food should you eat or, or you know, where should I work out or, you know, what should I do in regards to my diet? You know, that you can get that shit for free 24 hours a day, seven days a week on like Google. Um, literally in fitness, every single thing you would ever need workouts, diet plans, programs, audio programs, they're all free online. If that worked, we would all be fit, right? And the other thing is, is all of it, most of it, none of it's regulated, most of it's bull. Um, and most of the people out there that are doing it, especially now with social media, uh, literally don't know what the hell they're talking about. And what pisses me off the most in fitness right now is the new people that come into fitness, they read one book or you know, they get one certification and you literally can hear them speaking through that book. You know, I remember back when I first started training back in 2003, so I've been doing this a long time. I could always tell when someone got their NASM, when a new coach got their their NASM, which is a National Academy of Sports Medicine, because they would be doing all the stabilization work with their clients, like with every client, right? Which that's like the format. So they'd be doing like single leg stands and balancing and things like that. And it always made me laugh because, you know, when you don't really know, you don't know. So you just kind of follow along. And then you get new people in the industry now who um, like Instagram has made it a whole different ballgame. Because now the way we look at it is if you look good, you must know what the hell you're talking about, which is almost the exact opposite. If you look good, like there are certain things involved, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean you know what you're doing. That means you can either follow a program really well or, you know, you did a program, a show, you listened to another coach that probably knew what the hell they were talking about, um, you know, and you're reading or watching your favorite Instagram model do workouts, but there really is nothing there, right? People aren't even certified anymore. You know, we have just a ton of bull. And then you have, you know, weight loss, which is which is ridiculous. So anyway, I, I, I digress. Um, so basically what I'm doing is my wife, who, you know, I'll get her on here and we'll do a podcast together. My wife has encouraged me. Every week at my boot camps, we do a word of the week. And the whole point of it is basically to get people focused on a theme um, kind of rally around a theme and then to keep it in the back of their minds or really in the front of their minds throughout the week so that they can stay focused. Um, I absolutely firmly 100% believe and know that the body is a reflection of what you think about yourself. Um, it's impossible to be super fit and healthy when you loathe yourself or when you talk negatively to yourself or when you don't feel good about yourself. So we like to try to focus on the mindset 
uh, and that's really what I want to do here is the whole purpose of my podcast is to kind of, I want to talk to people, but I want to, I want to talk to people through the bullshit. I want to talk to people with some honesty. Um, and what's funny is the people that know me, especially my clients, they know I don't ever lie to them, right? My goal is never to get them to do what I want just so that I can either like look good or make money or whatever. My goal is to get them to their end result, their goal goal. And until I get them there, there's not a whole lot of cheerleading along the way. And, you know, what that's done is that creates an environment of people who are willing to work hard, who are a little bit tougher skinned. I mean, this day and age, and people are really not really thick skinned, right? People can't taint. Everybody's fat shaming. And I'll I'll talk about that in a, in a little bit. But honesty is not fat shaming. Like if you're fat because you ate a bunch of shit, you're fat. Like that's, that's if somebody says, hey, you're fat or you're a fat ass or you're whatever, or they make fun of you. Yes, that is fat shaming. However, the, the problem with that is, is how you receive it and whether or not you believe that it's true or not, right? Because the fact of the matter is if you are overweight, then that is what you are. You're overweight. You're fat. However you want to call it. If that offends you, tough shit. See, here's the thing. If you don't like it, there's always something to do. Now it's easy to say, oh, you know, you can just lose weight or whatever. But if if you don't feel good about yourself and you know you're overweight and then people say it to you, you can't just sit there and bitch and cry about people saying it to you because guess what? You will never be able to control what other people think or say about you, okay? And the problem with fitness and your body is every bad decision you've ever made in regards to food and exercise is on public display. Which sucks, right? Because we can be emotionally fucked up. We could be mentally messed up. We could be abusive. We could be like just horrible people on the inside. Yet no one can see that on the outside, right? We can hide a lot. But if you don't eat right over a long period of time and you don't exercise, you can't hide that shit. Like you are fat and it shows and other people see it. And that's, it's the only thing where our bad decisions people can see on an everyday basis. So you can't get mad. If someone says something that you don't like, you can't get mad. That's just you being a victim. That's you not taking responsibility for your body, right? And if you don't like it, like, so do something about it. Now, here's something that I always tell my clients, right? Because I I do a combination. I like to be honest with people and I'm not being like, hey, you're a fat ass. Um, But what I'm saying is like, hey, if you don't like it, you've got to do something about it. And don't go crying through the world being like, oh, they fat shamed me or they said this to me or they said that to me. It really doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is you're unhealthy, you're overweight, you may have di- you're pre-diabetic, you're diabetes. I know in those quiet moments when you're at home in front of a mirror, disgusted, looking at yourself, like that's the truth of it. Somebody just voiced it and reminded you. It's not like it's a surprise, right? And a lot of times that's, we, we've become this victim. Like I'm a victim. People, McDonald's, you know, stuffed that burger in my face. It was an act. I tripped and fell into some in and out burger. You know, I, 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 this person fat shaming. So I'm going to go to this other place, this other gym that doesn't focus on my nutrition so that I feel better about myself. Are you kidding me? Quit lying. You don't feel better about yourself. All you're doing is 
finding a place that accommodates your negative self-belief and self-worth that it's okay to be where you are. And if you convince yourself that it's okay to be overweight or out of shape or fat or whatever, then that is a very big problem because the facts of the matter is it doesn't matter how you feel. If you are overweight, even 10 to 15 pounds overweight, you are at a higher risk of everything. Heart disease, heart attack, stroke, diabetes, cancer. You know, besides all the extra pressure on your on your knees, on your back, on your joints, on your feet, right? And I always say this to my clients, literally, if I put a 10-pound weight vest on your body right now, and you walked around with that thing for the entire day, all day at work, all day through your workout, at the end of the day, how would you feel? And they always are like, man, I'd be exhausted. No shit. You have four of those on every single day. What Do you wonder why you're tired? Do you wonder why you have no energy? Do you wonder why it's hard for you to come? But if you keep working out and not eating right, nothing's going to happen, right? So it's this acknowledgement and it's accepting, okay, I'm taking responsibility. Yes, I have eaten shitty in the past. This is no longer me. Now, here's the cool thing. You can be a fit person immediately. In one minute, you can be a fit person. You can decide, today, I'm going to be fit. Now, there's two things that fit people do every single day. They exercise, and then they eat right. Now, I didn't say diet, because diet is stupid. Diet is starvation. Diet means lack. Diet means restrict. Diet means losing muscle, killing metabolism, not sustainable. And that ain't that that's not going to work either. So what I tell people, especially people that are struggling and impatient with results, you know, they're working hard. They're they're not losing weight very quickly. Um, negative self-worth, bad self-talk. And they're like, you know what? I, I feel this. I feel that. I feel that. It's like, whoa, whoa, listen. Did you work out today? Right. And this is something you can ask yourself. Did you work out today? I don't care if you're 300 pounds. Did you work out today? Yes or no? And they're like, yes, I did. Okay. Did you eat right today? Did you eat vegetables? Did you eat, you know, good protein? Are you plant-based? Did you eat, you know, enough, enough veggies? Did you get your nutrients? Did you do your vitamins? Did you eat healthy today? Yes. Okay, cool. Guess what? You did the exact same thing that a fit person does every day. So today you're a fit person. The byproduct of those decisions, your body isn't instant. It's not it doesn't happen right away. So the body you have today is the byproduct of the past bad decisions, excuses, lack of exercise that you made in the past. But it's not who you are today. If you exercise and eat right today, you're a fit person. You just have to add that on every single day. You have to compound those actions so that that body will eventually show up. So if you're comparing yourself to who you were or what you are now, oh, look at me, I'm a fat ass. Listen, that's the old you. Those You already made those mistakes. You already ate that fast food. You already had that whole bag of chips. You already had those pastries. That was you before. It's not who you are now. You ate right. You exercised. You're a fit person. Okay, so, so that's the focus, right? Uh, even though this podcast is me just kind of being honest and, and saying it like it is because you can hear all the other bullshit everywhere else. It's also like, you know, it's time to take responsibility. It's time to grow up. It's time to, and I'm, and trust me, I'm not, I'm not coming from a place of like, I'm super effing fit and you're a fat ass. I'm still not where I need to be. Um, not even close to where I should be. Um, especially since I own three boot camps and I'm up in front of people. Um, in 2015, I did a half Ironman. I was racing, sponsored triathlon, 
triathlete. I was a college football player, super active. I weighed about 170. In 2015, got super busy. Lots of great things happened that year. My business was exploding. Um, and I did the half Ironman. And, and the second I crossed that finish line, I was like toast. I was so burnt out on everything. You know, running, biking, swimming, lifting, boot camp. I was just like, forget it. I didn't touch anything for eight months. I didn't lift one weight. I didn't touch my bike, my beautiful triathlon bike, really expensive bike, just sitting in my garage. I didn't swim in the pool, which I hated anyway. Not one ounce for eight months. So it was March of 2015, so by December. So even though I had like 10%, 12% body fat back then, um, I owned – you know, at that time I owned one gym and fitness was everything. Now I go from racing to the next day, not doing anything for eight months. I didn't do a damn thing. Didn't lift, didn't eat right. I mean, I didn't eat bad, but when I'm snacking, you know, I'm snacking at night, but I'm snacking on, you know, snap pea crisps, not Doritos. But when you have a half a bag of snap pea crisps, it doesn't really make a difference if it's what it is. So I'm doing that and have a glass of wine. The wife was pregnant with our fourth at that point. Um, and I was just running my business and growing the business. But at the same time, I was growing myself. So in eight months, I gained 32 pounds, which for someone who is 5'8", when it's hot out and I'm swollen, um, don't judge me. So 5'8", I should be, you know, body mass index. I should be like 160, which I was 170 with muscle in college and all the way through up until, you know, 50, even 15 years later. I went from 170 to 202 in eight months. Now, that my body fat went above 25, which is considered obese. Um, I've got pictures of my, my roles. Um, I remember all the little voices in my head that was justifying. I'm the type of person that'll, that'll say, um, I'll, joke, I'll joke it off. Hey, fat ass. But it's like joking. Like, I don't, it doesn't, doesn't negatively affect me as much outwardly, but inside my self-talk was terrible, right? So that was me. So at 32 pounds and I still was burnt out. I just didn't want to work out. It was, you know, I had been doing it my whole life and my, my motivation for it had changed, right? When I was younger, I was trying to hook up with the ladies and I was trying to like, I was broke. So all I did was work out, um, you know, and as I was growing a business and leading a team and, you know, later, you know, got married, like all those priorities changed. And now it's like, you know, do I work on my business or do I go work out? And the choice was easy for me back then. So here we are 2019, four years later, and I'm still struggling. So if you think like, oh, fuck you, you're this fit, you know, personal trainer boot camp, let, trust me, it ain't, that's, that's not how it is. Right. So I'm not coming from a place of you suck, you're fat. I'm awesome. You should listen to me. I'm coming from a place of, I know how it is, but I also measure, weigh, uh, track my clients, and I've been doing it every damn day for, I don't know, 15 years, and nobody has tracked their clients like me. I guarantee it. I literally weighed my clients in every single day and tracked their food for 15 years. I have like 25,000 um, data points for clients. Like, I'm, I've been insane with that stuff, so... I know from experience, I didn't read it in a damn book. I didn't read Precision Nutrition yesterday and start giving fitness advice, nutrition advice. Like I've been doing this forever and I've been tracking it forever and I see what it does and I've, I've seen all the bullshit diets. I've seen all the bullshit devices. I've seen all the garbage. It always comes down to eating right and exercising. 
So this isn't coming from a place of like, I know I'm fit and you suck. It's coming from a place of, I know I've seen it. I know what I did. I know how it feels. I also know that I have always responsible for myself. I got overweight, not because I had a baby or my wife was pregnant or my business was growing or I was doing charity work or I was coaching football or all the other bullshit. It was because I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't care. I stopped like being a champion. I stopped doing the things I knew I needed to do. And I was like, fuck it. So, and I got fat. So, and that was it. And that was it. So I'm still trying to get down. Now I'm back down about 180. I had to do 75 hard from Andy Frizzello's program to get back to where I wanted to be. But, and I'm still not there. So that's by the end of this year now, I'm trying to get to, I'm not trying, I'm getting down to, my goal was to get to 12% body fat this year. So I've got a, a month and a half, give or take, to get it done. Uh, and I'm going to make it happen. So anyway, but it's about responsibility, right? It wasn't McDonald's fault. It wasn't In-N-Out's fault. It wasn't a glass of wine. It was my fault. I take responsibility. So the cool thing about that is when you take responsibility for your body, you gain control, okay? It's no one's fault. No one's fault except your own. And this isn't like, oh, you're me. It's my fault. Relax. Just take responsibility. And once you do, now you have power. Now you have power to change. Now you're like, all right, yeah, it is. And all you got to do, exercise. And it doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to go to a boot camp. You can roll out of bed, get down on your knees, do half-assed push-ups, do 10 push-ups. Roll on your back, do half-assed crunches, do 10 crunches, stand up, do 10 squats, do 10 lunges, and hold a plank for as long as you possibly can, even on your knees. Congratulations, you just exercised. Now the hard part begins. Don't eat shit for the rest of the day. Just eat healthy foods. And don't be like, I don't know what to eat. Yes, you do. Everybody knows what to eat. Eat fruits and vegetables, uh, lean meats, lean proteins, and that's it. If you don't know, eat those. Uh, good carbs. Everybody know what good carbs are, so eat good carbs. If you don't know what they are, then just eat vegetables. It can be that simple. And then do that every damn day. If you do that every damn day, you're going to get fit. And then no one will be you know, calling you fat. And if they do, you'll be like, no, I'm not, you dumbass. <laughs> right? And that's their issue. So that's basically what it – that's that's it. That's what it is. Right? So don't see yourself as I'm fat now. That No, that's the old you. That's not you anymore. You're now taking action. You're going to exercise. You're going to you're going to eat right. Now, if you just exercise and don't eat right, you're wasting your freaking time. And I can guarantee you, zero percent of the people in my my boot camps, and now I have three, zero people in my entire career have ever gotten their goals, especially fat loss or weight loss, by working out only and not eating right. None, zero, hundred percent zero. And yes, that includes alcohol. I know. Some of you just went, damn it. So if you want to get fit, it's going to come down to your nutrition. Okay. And I'll talk about that a little bit later on different podcasts. But what this podcast is, and I kind of went on a tangent, but I think it's important. What this is, is what I'm going to do is every Monday, I'm going to do our word of the week um, and then kind of elaborate on the word of the week. So hopefully by on Monday, you can listen to this podcast and go, all right, that's the theme of the week. I'm going to try to stay focused on that, and I just said try. So here's one of my things, and stay with me for a second. The word try is just another way of saying I'm not going to, if you really think about it. And if you go to the grand master of them all, the wisest of all time, 
the wisest master of all, Yoda, one of the most popular things he ever said was do or do not. There is no try. So there's no try. So I just said, I'm going to try. This is what I'm doing. Every week, I'm going to do a podcast with the word of the week to hopefully give you a focus for the week. And each week, I'm going to kind of break it down, how it how it is, how it can benefit you, what the mindset you need to be in. And then hopefully throughout the week, you just kind of keep that in the front of your mind. And then share it with somebody because that's really what the value I'm trying to create is I'm trying to change the industry where people are no longer bitching and complaining or crying about what they are or who's talking about them or who's shaming them or whatever. I want to create an environment where people are tough skinned, they take responsibility, and then they take action. All right, so here we go. So the word of the week this week um, for my boot camp is discipline. That's this week. So, um, and this, I'm doing this on a, I'm actually doing this on a Wednesday. So when I launch this, I'm going to actually post it on Monday. So this Monday, that it's the new word of the week and it's going to be competition. Now, in my boot camp, so the word of the week we're going to focus on right now is, is competition. So right now we're doing a 10-week challenge and we do themes each week. Um, and I've designed it where we do themes based on where people are in their mindset in the 10 weeks. So in our 10-week challenges, we focus on nutrition. The workouts are the same, but we're really hardcore with calories and macros and tracking. And we have an in-body and we track them weekly and we have them log their food and we have them take pictures. There's, there's some pretty high level accountability. Um, and that's, you know, that's what keeps people focused and it keeps them with, you know, getting results. So this week is competition. And you think, well, why the hell is that the word of the week? Because we are literally in competition every day, all day with someone or something, whether we like it or not. And the other thing, especially in fitness, I was talking to somebody the other night at one of our facilities, and she was talking about um, another boot camp who she was like a boot camp who she was competing with. So she's like, "Yeah, you know, I saw this girl, and she was running really fast, and, and I, I I couldn't run that fast, so I was really upset." I was like, "Listen, that's not competing. You were looking at her, comparing yourself to her." And then you are putting yourself down. Now, what I found in training 99% women for the last 15 years, there is no one on planet Earth that talks worse to you than you. So one of the things I always have to remind people is, like, lay off yourself. Let the coaches do it. You don't need to do it because you need to be your biggest supporter. If you're not your biggest supporter, who the hell is going to be? So I was like, no, 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 don't get comparison and competition confused. Comparison is the thief of joy, right? Remember that. When you start comparing, that is the thief of joy. If you've read um, The Four Agreements by um, it's Manuel or something, it's, I can't, you know, Hispanic name, but The Four Agreements, great book. Um, one of them is, you know, don't compare yourself to others. Like that is one of The Four Agreements, don't compare. It's literally – you can compare yourself to somebody else and put yourself down all day, every day based on absolutely nothing, uh, but you can create that. So we don't want to, we, we're not comparing, but competing is a whole different ballgame. Competing is a good thing. Competing is I want to do better because that person there is doing well and I want more. I want to kick their ass, right? Competition is healthy. Unless you're like stupid about it. If you're now competing with someone and you do something bad to win, 
then that's different, right? That's not competition. That's, that's you being a dick. So it's not about that. Competition is, it should be healthy. It's like, Hey, I see her logging her food every day. I'm going to log my food every day and I'm going to be perfect. I see her working out every day. She looks fit. I'm going to do it every day. And I'm going to do one more rep every time. Now, now you're competing against someone. They don't even know you're competing, but you're competing so that you get better. You use them as a barometer of where you need to be. Now, what I always say is stop competing against people who suck, right? That's how we make ourselves feel good about ourselves. That's not competing. That's that's cheating, right? So, for example, I remember when I was coaching football, and parents are insane when it comes to youth sports. When I was coaching football, and we had a pretty good record for my career, uh, one of the dads came up to me, you know, and every kid's the fastest and smartest and best, and they're all going Division One, you know, when they're nine years old. So he comes to me and he says, you know, my kid was the fastest at his school. And I was like, awesome. Where does he go to school? You know, and he goes, and, you know, this is in California, Southern California, in a predominantly, you know, you know, Burbank, which is predominantly white and wealthier, upper middle class, I would say even more, maybe some help, you know, even more. And the school is, you know, and I was like, great. When they're beating all the kids in Compton or in CIF or in anywhere else where there's more competition, tougher competition, faster kids, then I'll be impressed. What's funny is the kid was fast and he ended up being a great player, but he wasn't the fastest on our, fastest on our team. <laughs> so it's like, well, who do you compare yourself to? If your school is tiny, if you go to private school, oh, we won. We beat the other private schools. Well, those are 500 kids. Can you beat the school with 5,000? And then when you beat the school with 5,000, can you do it in the state and beat everybody in the state? And then if you can do it in the state, can you go to the nationals or regionals? When you're at the nationals and you win, all right, now you can say, hey, I'm the best. But until then, shut up, right? So a lot of times we compete, we want to be competing against people better than us, not comparing to people better than us. So when you see that person that's always posting about their workout, post, post twice. If you always see them working hard and never, you know, get in their group. If you see them at the gym, ask them for advice or don't even tell them, just, just watch them and then copy them and then beat them. Do one extra rep. And then chances are, if you're exercising, eating right, and competing against somebody better than you, the chances are you're going to get better. So competition just isn't – it's not comparison. It's competition, and it's got to be healthy. And what's funny is all the people that are always like, oh, I'm not very competitive. The second that you put those people in like a competitive environment, they're like ripping heads off. So, you know, it's always that quiet teacher who's like loves, you know, puppy dogs and ice cream. And they're like, oh, I don't like competition. And then you – do like a relay race and they're like knocking people over. Um, and that's awesome, right? Because that that is what pushes us, right? When we compete, we go further, we go faster, we we push ourselves harder. And then the even better when it comes to competition is losing. Losing makes us feel bad, usually, unless you're a loser. That way, and, and this is how you know if you're a loser, if you accept losing. If you lose and it's not a big deal, you have become a loser. And I, I hope that's not you. And if that is you, then you, you should take a look at that and you should start to loathe it. 
what I found out in my life, especially, is that I really enjoy winning. Winning at everything and at anything I can possibly play. If um, I'm driving, I'm driving fast because I want to beat you. Um, if I'm playing a board game, I want to beat you. If I'm playing Uno, I want to beat my children. Um, I don't care how old you are, how old, you know, I'm going to try to beat you every single time. Um, so I like winning. However, what I found that I like winning so much because I absolutely, with every ounce of fiber in my soul, despise losing. L- hate it, hate it. And what I found is in business, I've been okay with losing a lot of the time, especially the last couple of years. I've had a lot of hard time in business and I've justified it. And I've got a story that, that, you know, I, I play in my mind where it's like, okay. And then I just got reminded recently, like, no, it's not okay. You're losing. You need to win. Um, but I absolutely despise losing. The cool thing about losing is you use that not as a tool to be like, or as a reinforcement that you suck. It should be, oh yeah, you know what? This sucks. This doesn't feel good. I don't want that to happen again. I'm going to do something to never let that happen again. I'm going to take actions that, right, that don't feel good. So if you're competing with someone and they beat you, don't be like, oh, I suck. I'm worthless. I don't. I can't do this anymore. Just like I thought. Be like, all right, what did I do wrong? What can I learn from? What can I do different? And how can I kick their ass in the future? And then you go do that thing. And then what happens is even if you don't beat them, but you're better, it's like, all right, there's progress. And as long as you keep that mindset, as long as you're trying to take adversity and learn from it and try to get better, then your life is going to get better because it's impossible not to. If you're constantly trying to lose or learn from losing, you're only going to get better. But if you let losing take over and reinforce your negative self-belief, you're going to continue to lose and then you're going to start accepting losing and then you're going to start justifying and justifying is the worst thing you could do. Oh, well, I'm not that fast anyway, or oh, I'm not that strong anyway, or I was never born to be this anyway, or I was never, that is bullshit. Justification is the worst thing you could possibly do. All it does is it allows you to stay exactly where you are and be the victim and blame everybody else. So that is not what you do. It's all about taking responsibility learning from your mistakes, and then changing what you did to never let that happen again. That is how it works. So competition is the word. That's what we're going to focus on. Pick somebody to compete with that's better than you. Don't even tell them or tell them. It doesn't really make a difference. You just need to know. And then if you lose to them, don't be a bitch and blame you. Oh, I'm this or I'm that. Learn from it. Write it down. Figure out how you can get better and then do it again. And then if you keep doing that, especially to people better than you, you're going to get better. And that's what we want. So it's all about competition with others that are better than you. And then if you lose, you learn. You don't become a little wimp and be like, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough. You lose, you win, right? That's how you work. You learn from the adversity and you then compete with yourself, right? How can I be better every day? How can I do what I need to do? What are the things that I need to do every day to get better? And one of the things you can do that's really easy is like keep tasks. Um, I listen to Andy Frisella, the MF CEO, and he has a podcast called Win the Day. And in that, it talks about power tasks. So I would absolutely recommend you go listen to Andy Frisella's podcast. It's very similar to how I talk. Way more motherfuckers in there. Um, he's his his uh, cussing, but that's who he is and this is who I am. So 
Um, but go check it out. It's called Win the Day, and he does. He talks about power tasks, five simple tasks that get you closer to your goal every damn day. So they can be simple tasks. They're not goals. They're tasks that get you closer to your goal. So it can be easy, like, you know, send an email out to this person or, you know, get my workout in or drink a half gallon of water or, you know, call my dad or whatever it is. Five simple tasks that you can do. Not 15, not 25, five. Because if you can do that every day and pile on five tasks, you win that day. And if you win that day, if you win more days than, the, than you lose, you win the week. If you win the week, you win the month. And if you win more months in the year, then you win the year. So, and by just common sense, you're going to be better off that way. So that's an easy way to compete with yourself. Get better, right? Hey, what did I do wrong? What am I doing? What can I do better? How can I improve? All right, what actions do I need to take? All right, let me do that. It does, you don't need to go to a gym and change your life overnight. Just do the small things. And the small things make a big difference. So that's how you compete against yourself. Learn what you're doing. Take some action steps. Write down your power tasks. And then competing against somebody else. Pick somebody that's better than you, not worse than you. Somebody that's better than you. And challenge them and compete with them without them even knowing. And then if they kick your ass, awesome. Congratulations. You have now an opportunity to learn and grow, which you didn't have when you weren't competing. Okay? Competition. That's what's going to change your life this week. So that's it. Competition is the is the word. Um, next week, the word is empower. So that's going to be awesome because uh, there's a lot we can go, a lot we can do with empower. So that's the word of the week next week. Um, do me a favor. If you got value from this, I'm not doing sponsored ads and I don't ever want to. Not because I don't want money because I do, but um, it's because I just want to create value. And I want people, I don't like listening to 10 ads before I listen to a podcast. So I just want to do the same thing. So if you got value from this and just share it, that's what I ask. Share it. And then if you can give us um, a rating, you know, five stars. Awesome. Um, if it's four, don't put it down. <laughs> um, send me an email complaining why it's only a four, but no, um, give us a rating and then share it with somebody. That's how you can help somebody else. That's how you can help us. And that's how you can keep me going. And, you know, it lets me know that I'm providing value and then other people are getting that too. So do me that favor, send it to somebody else. Hopefully, you know, it can, I can give them a kick in the ass and they can get some nuggets from this and, and hopefully they can, they can start competing and start winning. So that's it for today. Um, we'll see you next week. Word of the week in power. Um, and I'll probably start doing, um, podcasts in between that aren't just focused on the word of the week, but they're focused on fitness, but also like relationships, self-worth, personal growth, uh, because it's all interrelated. It's all intertwined. Um, it's not like you're, it, everything about your weight and your fitness level is a result of everything else inside, right? Your brain and your thought process and your feelings and your worth. So it all connects. So we'll, we'll do more of that stuff. So if you want, go back and listen. If you've listened to all my episodes, then awesome. Thank you so much. Um, so give us a five-star rating and then share it. All right, guys, we will see you soon.